all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the whoa with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, shalom, everybody. Come on in. Like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. I need you to do that. When you share, people get saved. So many people have given their lives to the Lord already this year, over 400. And we believe we're going to see more and more and more and more. And you are part of that. When you share, you literally are using your social media. You're using your life to be a vessel and be an instrument that God can use to change the lives of somebody else. So social media is now this powerful tool that we all have and we can all use to transform and change the lives of others. All right. So come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share this video. We're going to be adding our Instagram fam in just a uh, couple of minutes. It's uh, 6.58, so we're a little early. I want to get on just to give all of my uh, Instagram, or excuse me, my Facebook and YouTube and Twitter video fam an opportunity to get connected. Listen, if it's your very first time watching us on a Monday night, we gather gather together every single Monday night to pray. We pray for one hour. Where do we get that from? When Jesus was in his most defining moment of life, he gathered those that he deemed close to him, Peter, James, and John. And when he gathered them together, the Bible says um, that he asked them to pray with him for one hour, which means there's something there's, it's like an hour of power. Can I get you to type that? An hour of power. That's what prayer is. It's an hour of power. The other thing is that we gather together on a variety of social uh, networks. So I'm going to ask you to do two things a lot. I'm going to have you to type a lot. I'm going to have you to say a lot. That's because Proverbs 18:21 says life and death are in the power of your tongue. You don't say it. You're never going to see it. And when you type it, that's our form of agreement. That is the way that we agree with one another. The Bible says, if two or three touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. So there's power in speaking and there's power in agreeing. All right. We're going to add our Instagram fam. It's seven o'clock on the dot. I'm not in my drop top. I'm in Denver. It's a little too cool, actually, to be in a drop top here in Denver. What's going on, Instagram fam? We are everywhere now uh, across all of our different platforms. Share, share, share. Let me say this, too. If you are on Facebook or YouTube, I need you to make sure that you click the uh, button to get notified every time we go live and subscribe. Subscribe to the page. Click the button to get notified, the bell, so you get notified when we go live and subscribe. need you to do both of them. B-O-F-F-U-M. That's the hood way to say that, all right? Come on in, guys. Let me know where you are watching from tonight. I see Aurora in the building tonight. Where else are you watching from tonight? Come on, come on, come on, come on. It's Monday night. Listen, we are in the middle of the fall Hebrew feast prayer is going to be amazing tonight as it always is. Hey, in North Carolina, Atlanta, San Antonio. Good to see you, San Antonio. Inglewood. Good to see you, Inglewood, Denver. Come on, Aurora. Where are you watching from? Come on, y'all. What's going over here with my Instagram numbers? They better not start nothing with me. I'm not the one, especially not today. All right. Listen. All right. Hey, Aurora. Good to see you. All right. Y'all know several weeks ago, Instagram just went crazy and it did not allow my um, uh, everyone on Instagram. It was blocking people from seeing it. It was crazy. And uh, normally uh, we, our Instagram numbers are super, 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 um, super, super good. All right. So listen, uh, real quick, uh, we are in the middle of the fall uh, Hebrew feast. And we're going to talk about this in just a second. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's going to speak life into you. But I still want to give folks a few more minutes to come in while we're doing that. Let me get, let me give you church announcements. Y'all ready? Who grew up old school church uh, where they had church announcements? They had the announcements clerk. And hey, Miami. Anybody remember the announcements clerk in old school church? Hey, Denver. Uh, anybody remember that? The announcements clerk would come up and normally she'd pull a glass. I wish I had some glasses in here. She pull her glasses down, kind of be looking at her glasses. This is today's announcements are as follows. Anybody remember the announcements clerk 
Um, and some people maybe still have the announcements, Kirk. I'm not uh, against that. I just don't do that. All right. So listen, let me give you these quick announcements. If you don't have our app, get our app. Best way to do that is text the word HARVEST <clears throat> to the phone number 877-552-4746. That's what you want to do. Text the word HARVEST to the phone number 877-552. Somebody said my sister did that. 877-552-4746. All right. Can I get a few of you to type that on each platform? Um, and that way, that's the best way to stay connected. Guys, do not depend on social media to stay connected to me. Stay connected to HARVEST. All right. Social media, uh, you're fighting against all these algorithms and all of that. It's just crazy. All right. So don't depend on that to stay connected. Somebody sent a message uh, last week saying, Bishop, I haven't been seeing you in my in my store, in my um, timeline and all that because they got these crazy algorithms and stuff going on. So please do not depend on social media to stay connected. Get our app. All right. One more time. Text the word harvest to 877-552-4746. All right. Also, if you're in the Atlanta area, I'd love for you to be a part of our launch team. You can find out more about that. What's a launch team? It's the team that is going to launch the location there in the Atlanta area. If you don't know, now you know we're expanding to the Atlanta area. I'm super excited about it. I'm excited about it because um, it is really a homecoming in some ways in that I was consecrated as a bishop in Atlanta, in Tucker, Georgia, which is part of the Atlanta metro area. And uh, hey, Toronto, that's where I was actually uh, made a bishop in November 4th, 2006. And so um, in us doing this, it's really in some ways re um, uh, going to the place where my apostolic journey began. So anyway, super excited about that. How do you find out more about that? Text H-C-A-T-L, H-C-A-T-L to 877-552-4746, H-C-A-T-L, to 877-552-4746. All right, y'all got that? Boom. Come on, you are on it. If I could get somebody over here to be on that for me with the, um, if you could get type that for me so we can pin that comment. That's H-C-A-T-L to 877-552-4746. Let me also say this, guys. I want to hear how God is working in your life. If God is working in your life, I want to hear about it. <clears throat> so many amazing praise reports come in every single week. Um, and I like to celebrate them. Um, whether you are a member of Harvest or not, uh, you just catch us on prayer, um, whatever. Uh, I, I get excited hearing how God is working in your life. And can I just get you to make this declaration and say, and my house is next. Come on. And my house is next. Welcome. You say joined. Tell me what you joined so that I know so I can welcome you to what you joined. Um, so uh, my house is next. Uh, your house is next for a praise report. Your house is next for a breakthrough. Your house is next for something amazing. Your house is next for something incredible. All right. And that is so very important that you understand that and that you move in that. All right. When you can celebrate small, God can trust you with big. I have made it a priority of mine. It is my lifestyle to celebrate um, how God uh, does and how God operates uh, in my life. That is my lifestyle. I celebrate it um, because I want to see God do more. But everybody pay attention. If you cannot celebrate small, God will not trust you with big. And I need everybody hearing me on prayer tonight. God wants to do something huge in your life. In fact, the scripture says this. Let me give you the scripture. Let me give you the scripture. Um, let me give you this, uh, this scripture. The Bible says this, 2 Chronicles 16, 9. For the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the earth. Um, let me read it to you from this version. Looking for someone he can show himself strong through. In other words, God is like, I'm looking for somebody that I can like blow their mind. I'm looking for somebody. Is that you? If that's you, just put this in the atmosphere. Say, that's me. That's me. Like God says, I'm looking for somebody <clears throat> that I can show myself strong on their behalf. But look, it goes it goes further. It says, but their heart has to be wholeheartedly towards me, wholeheartedly devoted to me. So God says, I'm looking to do something amazing in your life, but I need somebody that I got their whole heart. How do, the, how do you know that the Lord has your whole heart? You know, the Lord has your whole heart when your habits reflect that. When your habits reflect that, which means you don't have to be begged to do the things of the Lord. You don't have to be, watch me, you don't have to be begged to do the things of the Lord with excellence. Come on, y'all. Father, we say that we are those that you can show yourself strong through in the name of Jesus. You are looking, you are searching 
for somebody in the earth you can show yourself strong through. And God, we say it's us. It's us. It's us. God, we ask you, we invite you in to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. Father, we reject small thinking. We reject stinking thinking. We reject scarce thinking. Come on, those three S's. We reject small thinking. If he's going to show himself strong through you, that means what he's going to do is going to be bigger than anything done in your bloodline. Hallelujah. And God, we reject stinking thinking, God. We reject thinking that's based off the negative experiences of our past. We reject the negative thinking based on disappointments we've had. Father, whatever we're facing now, it may be similar, God, but it is not the same. So we reject small thinking. I need y'all talking to me in these comments. We reject stinking thinking. And Father, we finally reject scarcity thinking. Scarcity thinking always lives from, if I release, I won't have. If I give, I won't have. And for this, God, we say thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Show yourself strong through us. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, Brazil, good to see you. All right, so I was talking about praise reports, guys. How can you submit those? Right there in our app is the best and easiest way to submit those praise reports. You can do it right there um, through our app. That's a great way to do it. Great way to get connected. Um, great way to send that praise report in. But even for small stuff, like if you got a free lunch, like celebrate that. If somebody hooked you up, celebrate that. All right. I have learned. That's that's my MO. I celebrate even the small things. Come on. I celebrate even the things that most people would think, why are you even paying attention to that? Because I realize that if I do not celebrate small, he will not trust me with big. All right. So <clears throat> several great praise reports. Listen to this one. It says, Shalom Bishop, I cannot express in words how much being under your leadership has blessed me in my life since starting with Harvest a little under a year ago. I walked into 2021 ready to set it off. However, the great I am had different plans. This year has been a rough one full of trials and tribulations. I've been jobless since October of last year. I'm technically homeless. Unemployment cut me off. Depression was deep and completely discouraging me. But God, I need you to type, but God, if you're on a social platform tonight, because for some of you, this, watch me, as we're in a brand new spiritual year, and you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to explain it in a moment, but this is about to be your but God moment. This is about to be your but God moment. This is about to be your but God moment. Somebody get him the information on the app, all right? Text Harvest to 877-552-4746 to get the app where you can get it on our website, all right? It says, I started, listen to this, listen to the turnaround. I started a new job and great job yesterday. My name was brought up to discuss a position opening for me from a company I was recently rejected from. Stop. We're about to pray about that. There are some no's, listen to me, that are about to become yeses. There are some no's that are about to become yeses. Come on. Uh, listen, let's just go into prayer right now. Father, there are some no's that we have experienced. There are some uh, areas of rejection that we have experienced that was nothing more than redirection in the name of Jesus. So tonight, God, we invite you in and say, Lord, wherever you want to turn a no into a yes, we're open. Come on. Wherever you want rejection, Father, to now turn into reception, Father, we are open now in Jesus' name. Can I get you to type this and say it? Say, Lord, I'm open. Lord, I'm open. Lord, I'm open. Because some of y'all, your pride is so high that you wouldn't hear it because you said, well, they should have told me no in the first place. I rebuke your pride. Who am I talking to tonight? I rebuke your arrogance and your pride that would make you not get the thing that you said you wanted just because you didn't get it on the terms that you wanted it on. Who am I talking to right there? Listen, it says, <clears throat> uh, I was recently rejected from, I looked at my account to have a random $800 deposit in my account after waking up to a $13 balance. And I was approved to move into my new place today. I want to remind you of where this testimony began. Because see, Harvest, let me just say this. We are anointed for major transformation. Listen to me. This is where it started. 2021, rough year. The jobless since October of last year. That's 2020. Technically homeless. Unemployment cut them off. Depression was deep and completely discouraging. All of a sudden, a no became a yes. Why? Because they were faithful, because they were consistent. Father, I pray for a new level of faithfulness and a new level of consistency 
to rise up in your people tonight. I need you to speak that and type that on the screen. I'm faithful and consistent. I'm faithful and consistent. You will never get any results from what you are not faithful and consistent to. You will never get any results from what you are inconsistent to. I pray that your consistency go to a new level. Watch me in the right areas because you can be consistent in the wrong stuff. I pray that your consistency increase in the name of Jesus. Come on. I need you to release a praise right there. Come on, put it on every platform right there. You are consistent and you are faithful. You are consistent and you are faithful. See, for some of you, like, I just, my faith is so low because you're not faithful. So because you're not faithful, that's why your faith is so low. You're inconsistent. So your view of God is that he's like you. But I pray that you would be faithful so you will see him the way that he is. Come on here. Listen, <clears throat> all of that. And then all of a sudden, a yes from a job they're rejected from. Their name was brought up to discuss a position opening, an $800 deposit in their account, approved to move into their new place. Listen. I stepped up my faith, worship, giving, prayer, began serving. Stop. When this individual began serving, I'm reading you their praise report. It's right there in our app. It's right there on our website. You can go look at it right there. The only thing the church removes is if they put too much personal information. Um, that's the only thing the church removes. Other than that, it's on there exactly the way they typed it. So if you ever look at it and you're like, you know, there's spelling errors and stuff. That's how they were sent in. Listen. And when I began to serve in this series, we've been in the harvest called Making Money Moves. I taught you three types of seed, your substance, that's your money, your stewardship, that's your management and your serving. That is your seed. Pay attention. I stepped up my faith, my worship, my giving and prayer. I began serving. Let me tell you what created the turnaround. I began serving, being, began bringing people uh, uh, to church, kept pushing and boom. No weapon formed against me could prosper. I could read you more praise reports, but listen, that's all we need. That's all we need. Father, we say thank you. Father, we say thank you. That's all we need, God. We say thank you. We say thank you, Lord, for what you've done for them. We celebrate what you've done for them, knowing, God, that if you are no respecter of persons, whatever you have done for another, you will do the same for us. And for this, God, we say thank you. For this, God, we give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name. Come on, everybody say amen. Guys, if you're just coming in, do me a favor. Share, 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 share. When you share, people get saved. Facebook, you can tag people to invite them to come on to prayer. And listen, even if they get a little attitude, forget their little stinking attitude, all right? They need to be in prayer. Because let me tell you, especially some of the difficult people that you have that I don't want to see no church, I don't want to see no pastor, they're going to be the main ones getting saved this year. That I prophesy to you. All right, so even if they got a little stinking attitude, forget they stinking attitude, invite them to prayer. If they don't want to see it, they ain't got to watch. But invite them to prayer. Don't let blood be on your hands because you didn't want to invite because you were afraid of their response. Screw their response. And that screw is a Hebrew word for screw. That means forget, all right? Yeah, no, I'm joking. It's not Hebrew, but don't, don't be worried about people's response. I refuse. I refuse to have man happy with me and have God looking at me side eye like, what? This is what we're doing now? This is what we're doing now? So you, 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 fear, you fear what they say more than what I say? Look at this praise report over here. I stepped up my serving and everything has just taken off. I'm going to pin your comment on the Bishop Foreman Instagram. Look at that. I stepped, and watch me. That's part of my digital family. They don't even live in Denver or soon to be Atlanta. Do you hear me? So for some of y'all, you need to get in where you fit in. If that's harvest, you need to get in. All right, where you fit in. All right, let's go, let's go, let's go. That's amazing, all right? So listen, um, tonight um, we're gonna start, we're gonna move into prayer and uh, we're gonna move into prayer and we're gonna, come on here. We're gonna move into prayer um, and we're gonna go. All right, Father, we honor you, we bless you. We thank you because you're good, you're mighty, you're strong, you're awesome. We honor you tonight, God. Thank you for the privilege that we have to be able to pray. Thank you for the privilege that we have to be able to pray. God, we thank you tonight that we can come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy and favor in our time of need. Tonight, God, as we pray, we ask for forgiveness, God, for all of our sins, those committed knowingly and unknowingly, the stuff we knew was wrong and the stuff we did not know was wrong. We ask for forgiveness. And secondly, tonight, God, we ask that you would forgive us, <clears throat> Lord, for everything, uh, um, all of our sin. That means to miss the mark. That's our mistakes. Secondly, God, we ask that you forgive us 
for our iniquity. That's the generational sin that has been passed down and around. And third and finally, God, we ask that you would forgive us for our transgression. That is the wrong that we've done where we have willfully deviated from what we knew to be right and truthful. Forgive us for our arrogance, God, to think that we had a right to resist. Forgive us, God, for our pompous attitudes. Come on, y'all, let's pray. Be honest. When you're real, you can heal. That would make us think that we can willfully deviate from what we knew to be right. And God, we realign ourselves, even in these 10 days of awe, that we are in, God, uh, as it relates to uh, uh, the fall Hebrew biblical feast, God. We ask you to forgive us tonight in the name of Jesus. So now the blood covers us. The blood covers us, which means when we pray tonight, God, you are not examining us through the lenses of our own actions. You are examining us, God, through the blood. And the scripture says you cannot deny yourself. You cannot deny yourself. When you see us, you see your blood. So we are covered tonight, God, so we can be bold in prayer. We can be aggressive in prayer because the blood covers us, God, and we will not use the blood as an excuse, God, to continue in error. Come on, y'all. We will not use the blood to continue saying, but that's just how I am. We will not use your forgiveness to consistently walk contrary to what we know to be right. We will not abuse grace. Come on. We will not abuse grace, God. Uh, and the truth is, God, that we are all in need of not just another chance, but another and another and another and another and another and another. But in Jesus' name tonight, God, we thank you and we honor you and we bless you, sir, for this. We bless you, sir, that you consistently, every morning we got new grace, every morning we have new mercy. But God, we will not abuse that as a reason to continue in error. We will get areas of our lives that are out of order into order. I need you to speak order and type it, order, 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 order. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, everybody, say amen. Mister, what do you mean abuse? Uh, abuse grace, abuse grace. Uh, it, it's sort of like this. Um, uh, so let, let me give you, let me give you Bible to help you with this. Uh, let me give you some scriptures to help you with this. Um, let me give you this. Uh, where do I want you to go? Let's go Titus 2, 11 through 12. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all people, training us to renounce ungodliness. Stop. So what, what do we just look here? He says, the grace that God gives you, and let me teach you for a second. Grace is when God gives you something good you do not deserve. Mercy is when God blocks something negative that you do deserve. Wave your hand if you know you need both of them. B-O-F-F-U-M. That's the hood way. How many, how many of you know you need both of them? We need both of them. My hand is up first. I need both of them. But pay attention. He says, for the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all people, training us to renounce ungodliness. Stop. He says, but what my grace is going to do is train you to watch me to recognize when something ain't right, when something is not godly. Then look at the next part. Renounce ungodliness and worldly passions. He said, listen, listen, at some point you have got to graduate because the grace you're receiving makes you want to do right. Come on, y'all. The grace you're receiving makes you want to do right. Like the reason that I want to do the reason that I want to do uh, better in my life, the reason that I always want to improve in my life is because I want to make sure that the grace that I'm being given, it makes me graduate. And for some of you, I just need you to speak that over your life. I'm graduating. I'm graduating. Because listen, yes, grace is good, but listen, at some point you need to graduate. We shouldn't be still dealing with the same issues. You still can't have a bad attitude and you've been saved as long as you've been saved. Come on, y'all. Why y'all getting quiet in these comments? He says, renounce ungodliness and worldly passions. Look at the next part. And live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age. So when I say abuse grace, what I mean by that <clears throat> is that uh, what we're doing, what we want to make sure we do is we graduate. And here's, here's, the, here's the, the catch for you. You ready? I may not be where I want to be, but I can thank God that I'm not where I used to be. I just need you to say, Lord, thank you for my progress. Father. Tonight on prayer, we say thank you for our progress. Thank you for the grace to graduate. Well, God, we can renounce ungodliness. Where we can renounce worldly passions and live self-control. What does that mean? Grace gives me the ability to discipline myself. I could do it, but I won't do it because I got grace. I could do it, but I won't do it because I got grace. You can make that call, but you know you ain't got no business calling it because you've got grace. 
self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age. Let me give you one more scripture to help you with that. Romans 6, 1 through 12. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? So pay attention. Here's what the word is saying. The word is saying at some point you need to graduate. You need to graduate. You need to graduate. Come on, let's be honest tonight. Um, let's be honest. How many of you, you know the area you need to graduate in? Wave at me. And matter of fact, can I get you to not just wave at me? Can I get you, come on, to type it on the screen? To type it on the screen. Uh, I'll be honest. So I'll, I'll tell you one of the areas I need to graduate. Is sometimes I let people frustrate me um, to the point um, to where it's unproductive. I need to grad. That's something I am consistently graduating in. Sometimes I can get so frustrated to where I just want to. Right? But that's unproductive sometimes. So one of the areas I know I need to graduate is making sure, watch me, that once I see what it is, watch me, I keep it moving. Let's go. Once I see what it is, I keep it moving. Um, when you have the heart of a shepherd, when you have the heart of a paternal heart, um, then sometimes you want to go try to fix what people don't even want fixed. You go spend time trying to deal with issues that really you don't need to deal with. You just need to know what it is. Like, um, you know, um, if, if you are, if you order pizza from Pizza Hut and they bring you some Chinese food, guess what? Like, you're going to be like, okay, look, I'm not, that's not what I ordered. So that's not what I ordered. You just say mine. Come on, pastor. I already understand. Um, so like, that's not what I ordered. So after the first time, here's what they need to do. You need to apologize. Okay. They need to explain to me how it happened. Now, the second time I order, you bring me the same Chinese food. Guess what? It ain't you no more. It's me. And so part of one of the things that I need to graduate in grace is recognizing that, you know what, it is what it is. So since I, since that's not going to produce what I want, I need to move on. I need to move on. I need to move on. There's nothing to talk about. I need to move on because you give me Chinese food and I order pizza. Did that help anybody? Like, I don't need to be mad at you. I don't need to be angry with you. I don't need to be frustrated with you. I just need to realize you can't give me. I wanted a pepperoni pizza. And I wanted stuffed crust and I wanted marinara sauce because every now and then that's what I want. Mm -hmm. But if you keep bringing me egg foo young with them shrimps with the uh, digestive tract still in it, y'all ain't saying nothing to me. <laughs> then what I need to do is just say, God bless you. Next. Yes, Shayanda Bahaya. That's good. I, I, ain't, I ain't going back and forth. Just I ordered, I ordered what I ordered. And if that ain't what you're going to give, then it's okay. Like I, But... And one of the, the, the issue, and everybody listen to me, especially if that's one of your areas of struggle, the issue is that in your frustration, in your frustration, you may stop movement. You, you may say, well, maybe I'm not supposed to do this. Maybe I don't need to do this, or I'm never going to be able to do this. I'm never going to be able to. You got to keep it moving. I need somebody to type that on the screen. Keep it moving. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube, keep it moving. Sometimes we think, let me just spend a little bit more time here to help. Sometimes we think that to, that to recognize what something is and to move on and to move on. Somebody says, I'm fascinated that food description is getting to me. That's good. That's how you know it's a real fast. All right. Um, it, it's because you think, well, what are they going to do? And how, what, how did, that's not your responsibility. Ooh. You worried about stuff for people who ain't who ain't checking for you at all. All right, let's go. Um, so listen, Father, all of these areas that we just typed, if we're on a social check platform, and of course, I forgot to welcome our Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. Welcome, y'all. Um, Father, in Jesus' name, all of these areas <clears throat> that we have just typed, where we know we need to graduate, Father, in Jesus' name, we pray that you would give us the grace to graduate, the grace to mature, the grace to not stay stuck in the issue, but to keep it moving, but to keep it moving, but to keep it moving. God, I pray that um, for those who identify with the area where I am constantly graduating, uh, God, I pray that they would have the grace to graduate in that area. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on. Amen. Hey, y'all, if you're just coming in, I got to tell you again, um, I need you to make sure you share. When you share, people get saved. On Instagram, click the little triangle and share. On uh, Facebook, you can tag people and click the bell to get notified when we go live. YouTube, you do the same thing. Click the bell 
to get notified of when we go live and subscribe. Subscribe. If you're on the Bishop Foreman YouTube, subscribe. On the Harvesters YouTube, subscribe. Let's build that subscriber basis on YouTube. All right. So we are in uh, the fall Hebrew feast. We're in the fall Hebrew feast. And I'm going to do a quick recap of where we've been. And then I want to specifically talk to you tonight <clears throat> about the two things that we're supposed to do uh, during this particular time. All right. Um, so in this particular uh, time, uh, we are uh, supposed to do two things. And let me just back up real quickly uh, to tell you where we are. So we are in a new spiritual year, the year 5782, the year 5782, five um, and some of you saying, well, Bishop, well, I thought we were in 2021. Well, the Bible is not based off of the Gregorian calendar named after, named after Pope Gregory the 13th. The Bible, uh, hence the term Gregorian calendar, the Bible um, is named or excuse me, the Bible operates by the Hebrew calendar. The Hebrew calendar has four different starts to the year. I love God because God plays the numbers. Four is the biblical number of creation or to create or to be creative. So pay attention. God says, I'm always creating something new for you, all right? Um, when the year actually changes is during what's called Rosh Hashanah or the Feast of Trumpets. Trumpets are the Greek version for shofar, which is a ram's horn. So last Monday, we entered into uh, the new spiritual year. Five is the biblical number of grace. Come on, there's grace again. Seven is the biblical number of completion or shalom, which means there's some things this year that God's going to finally complete. There's some plans that are about to finally be completed. There's some things that are about to finally be completed for you. I just need you to say complete, complete, complete. There's some stuff you've started and you haven't finished that these next 12 months, you will get it done. You will get it done. You will get it done. All right. What's going on with my comments? Um, and then uh, the number eight. Eight is the biblical number of new beginnings. Y'all still over here, Bishop Foreman, Instagram? Eight is the biblical number of new beginnings. All right? Which means God says, as I'm putting a period on some things, I'm going to begin some things new. Everybody look at me. Do not fight the periods. I'm about to cover this in prayer. Um, I was talking to a pastor today. And um, he, uh, he's just talking about some changes and things that he's going through. And I love speaking to leaders. That's part of my assignment as a bishop, a pastor to pastors. I love speaking and, and breathing life into leaders. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, and shout out to the 10 of you that have used badges to so already on the Bishop Foreman Instagram. Um, and so I love pouring into leaders. And so uh, as we were talking today, he was just talking about some things that had changed in his organization. I said, well, man, I got listen. Everybody's dealing with change. This is the world is dealing with change. And I said, thank y'all. Uh, the world is dealing with change. And I said, the truth of the matter is, is that this is what it is. I said, um, even in sports, teams are going to consistently change. Uh, but often the owner remains the same. And, and for some of you, especially those of you that are leaders, I need you to be okay with your team changing. I need you to be okay with people who you thought were always going to be in certain seats that are not going to be in those seats anymore. Um, that's a hard thing for pastors. Even when I was in West Palm Beach ministering to pastors this past week, um, many pastors, that, that's the same issue, same struggle, same situation. Like, uh, like what's going on with this? Like, what's happening with this? And, and, and I said, listen, here's the deal. You are not supposed to stop just because you have to change who's sitting in the seats around you. Do not fight the periods. For many of us, we want to take that period and drop it down and make it a comma. And you want to have run-on sentences. And the problem with a run-on sentence, watch me, is that it never makes sense. That it never makes sense. It never makes sense. So um, do not fight the periods. And I say this to every leader. Do not fight the periods. When you recognize, when people begin to get disrespectful and dishonorable, you have to realize there's this, 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 this sentence is probably coming to a conclusion. You have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with, with that. You have to be okay with the periods. All right. I hope I just set a leader free because most leaders, 99% of leaders I talk to, that's the struggle. The struggle is my team. The struggle is the people around me. And can I tell you, that was Jesus' struggle. That was Moses' struggle. That, it, that was Elijah's struggle. That was Elisha's struggle. That's just what it is. It is what it is. And what you have to do, watch me, is you have to pray for the grace to be able to deal with the periods. 
You have to pay for the grace to be able to deal with the change. Father, I pray that we would have the grace to deal with the periods. In Jesus' name. Five, seven, eight. Here we go. Two. Uh, or excuse me, eight. Eight, so seven, completion. Shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. Eight is the biblical number of a new beginning. Which means God says, as I'm ending one thing, one sentence, as I'm ending one sentence, I'm beginning a new sentence. Um, and here's the deal. If you hold on to the last sentence, God can't begin a new sentence. Come on, Pastor. Pastor, you talking about my issue. I know. Because 99, no, 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 let me be honest. A hundred percent of leaders, that's the issue they're having right now. But let me just say this to every leader. Every company in, a, in, the, in America, I won't say the world because I haven't seen worldly statistics or the statistics for the world, but certainly in America, they're dealing with the same challenge. Dealing with the same challenge. Um, so you cannot, you need to take that pressure off yourself like, well, what, 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 what did I do? The truth is that sometimes you can be amazing. Jesus was amazing to Judas and he didn't change him. Did y'all hear me? I don't care how amazing you are to some people, you're not going to change who they are. You just need to accept who they are. Who needs that right now? Who Wave at me right now if you, need, if you needed to hear that, because I bet to cover that in prayer. Jesus was good to Judas, but, he, but it never changed him. Jesus was loyal to Judas. He was, he was there for Judas. He corrected Judas. He, 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 he did all of that, but it didn't change him. And I want you to pay attention to what Jesus never did. We never see it recorded where Jesus tries to change him. Right? Some of y'all are like, oh, they're going to. Okay. 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 And while you're busy trying to renovate, you could have started new construction. Father, I pray right now for those who have waved their hand that are dealing with a situation like that right now. And I pray, God, that you would give them the grace to do whatever needs to be done. Give them the grace to do whatever needs to be done and to do it with love, honor, and respect. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, let's go. Five, seven, eight, and two. Two is the last number of the year that we are in. Y'all see how we're doing? We're covering everything in prayer. When we pray, guys, it is not just one hour of blah, 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 In Jesus' name, amen. That's not prayer. Prayer is a dialogue, not a monologue. So what happens? We pray, I give you revelation. We pray, I give you revelation. See, the revelation is his response to what we've prayed. Do y'all understand how that goes? All right, let's go. So two is the number witness, which means you're going to witness grace. You're going to witness completion. You're going to witness a new beginning. All right. All in these next 12 months, you're going to witness grace. You're going to witness completion. You're going to witness a new beginning. You're going to see it. Father, we cover now this spiritual year that we are in, 5782. And God, we thank you that the year prophesies, the number of the year prophesies to us, and it makes it clear what it is that we are in. And for this, God, we say thank you. We say thank you, Lord, that you're good. Thank you that you're great. And we cover this next 12 months of this spiritual year. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. So let's go further. <clears throat> um, in this, uh, as we move further in this, um, there are three fall feasts, four spring feasts, uh, a total of seven, seven completion or shalom. Somebody said, you walk in this Bible. Listen, y'all ought to know when you're on prayer or you're on a live with me, I'm going to give you Bible. I'm going to give you scripture, not opinion. Well, I just sense in the heavenlies. I don't need you to sense nothing. I need you to go to the scripture and back it up with Bible. All right. Can I just get a few of y'all put that on screen? Bible. Some of y'all remember that old song. B-I-B-L-E. It's the book for me. All right. So listen, three fall feasts. First began last Monday. Rosh Hashanah, the Feast of Trumpets, deals with the shofar. The shofar, I taught you last week. It calls things into order. It calls things into order. Um, and uh, I taught you all about that uh, last week. All right. Um, then you have what's called 10 days of awe. 10 days of awe. Um, and that begins at that time. Those 10 days of awe conclude on Thursday on what's the second fall feast, which is called, you ready? The Day of Atonement. The Day of Atonement. Or Yom Kippur, Y-O-M space K-I-P-P-U-R. Not Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur, okay? All right, so Yom Kippur, pay attention. This um, is when judgment is sealed concerning the next year. 
I need you to pay attention. God says, I am deciding your next 12 months. And by Thursday, my decisions are final. This is why you got to be real careful. You ain't in your feelings. You got to be real careful that you ain't out of order. You got to. This is why the first thing he does is call order. He says, let's get some stuff in order because if you do some crazy stuff, I have decided the next 12 months. Everybody pay attention. And there's nothing you can do to reverse what I've decided in those 10 days of all. All right. For scripture reference, Leviticus chapter 23. You can read that for scripture reference. All right. Um, and in that, we're going to honor it on Wednesday because um, sundown Wednesday is technically Thursday. So we're going to honor it on Wednesday. All right. Oh, hit the table. <clears throat> and during that time, the Bible tells us that there are two things that we're supposed to do. Two things that we're supposed to do. The first of those things is that we are to uh, we are to humble our souls, which means we are to fast. We are to fast. Um, how many of you um, you have already done your fast? Wave at me. Wave at me. If you have not yet done your fast, I want you to put the day you're going to do your fast on the screen. If you're like, I haven't, I don't know what you're talking about. I need you to go back and, and check it out because there's two things you're supposed to do. And you're, if you're just finding out now, that's cool. So now you know. So now you're held accountable for what you know. So it's too late. Can't get off now because now you know. <laughs> all right. So two things that we're supposed to do. We are supposed to fast. All right. And then the Bible says that we're to offer and uh, uh, an, a sacrifice uh, to the Lord, a sacrifice of fire to the Lord, which means it's supposed to have a little sting on it. It's supposed to hurt. Um, all right. Um, and in that, um, okay, I see some of y'all completed today. Congrats. Awesome. Fasted three days into Saturday. Awesome. All right. All right. Good. So you caught the message on Sunday. Awesome. All right. I see several dates, Wednesday, Tuesday. Guys, you literally, you can't fast now. It's too late to do today. Um, currently in it now. So here's what you, here's what you do. Here's what you do. You are too fast. You are too fast. Um, during this time. Now, for those of you who are just like, I'm not doing it. I just want you, I just want you to know God's not going to change um, his situation and, and what he says for you. Somebody says, in progress as we speak. All right. Scripture reference for that, Leviticus chapter 23, verse 27. It says, the day of atonement, it should be a holy convocation for you. So that's what we're gathering on Wednesday. So on Wednesday, if you can't be in the building in Denver, watch church online. Convocation means gathering. So don't miss church on Wednesday. Um, all right. So you hold a convocation for you. You shall humble yourselves. That means fast, reflect, and repent. Um, so when you're doing this fast, it's best to do a complete day. So you could do it like this. You could do from when you wake up to um, the next morning. You could do from sundown to sundown. So for example, if you wanted to start at 8 o'clock mountain time today and go to 8 o'clock tomorrow, you could do it like that. All right. Uh, if you're concerned about your health or health challenges, consult your doctor or your medical physician. All right. Um, but you really want to do a full day. Um, you want to do a full day fast. All right. This is you so fast. Reflect and repent. What does reflect and repent mean for many people when they fast? Here's what happens. All you did was not eat. And that's not the purpose of fasting. The purpose of fasting, the purpose of fasting. Come on. Welcome back. Love you. The purpose of fasting, everybody pay attention. The purpose of fasting is for you to reflect and repent, reflect and repent, which means God says, I want you to look at you and you need to tell you what you need to change. Fast, it's not a fast if all you did was didn't eat and complain the whole day about not eating. Ooh, it's getting quiet in these comments on tonight. It's not a fast if all you did was not eat and say, ooh, child, I'm hungry. Ooh, I want a cheeseburger. Ooh, I want a sandwich. Ooh, I'm fasting. Let me teach you this. And if you've already done it and you didn't know, you didn't know. But I've taught about fasting before. Matthew teaches about this. You don't tell, you don't make big announcements to people that you're fasting. You don't go on social media. I'm fasting today, everybody. Don't try me. Try the Lord, but don't try me. That's not it. Fasting means you need to look at you. You need to reflect and repent. And when you look at you, pay attention and you're deprived of food, here's what happens. You will quickly see what ticks you off about you. It's quiet now. You will quickly see what, what aggravates you about you. How many of you have ever seen that to where like when you're fasting or even if you're like uh, sick, you're not feeling good, and, 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 and then all of a sudden you're like, everything is a, everything is an issue. All right, you see yourself. So when you're fasting, what you want to do is fasting and prayer. So you're saying, God, show me me and show me what I need to reflect in and then show me where I need to repent. Show me what I need to change. 
Repent means get back to the best version of yourself. So repent, read again, pent, top, penthouse. Think of penthouse. It means get back to the best. Like some of y'all, you know better. You know better. As a pastor, it's an interesting thing to sometimes look at people and be like, no, they know better. No, they know better. I'm like, I, I, I used to treat it all the time. I don't, I don't do that no more. But, but as a pastor, it's an interesting thing to look at people and be like, no, they know better. No, they know. No, they know better than that. Right? Um, listen, when, when you reflect and repent, it's when you look at yourself and say, now you, now you know better. All right. You know better. So this is what you want to do. Right. And you have until Thursday to do this. All right. So you can fast up until Thursday night. But if you do it in the Friday, it's too late. Judgment is sealed on Thursday. It's the day of atonement. Y'all still with me? Father, give us the grace to reflect and repent. God, whatever areas, even for those who have already fasted, God, bring things consistently and continually to their forefront. Bring it to the forefront of their mind, the forefront of their thoughts so that they can see what they need to change. Father, we are so quick to always say somebody needs to do this, when the reality is, God, we need to look at ourselves. The song said, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. Give us the grace, God, to check ourselves. Your word says, if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. If we would correct ourselves, you won't have to do it. I'm pleading with y'all tonight. Father, in Jesus' name, that we would check ourselves so you don't have to do it. That we would get it together so that you don't have to cause calamity to make somebody pay attention. I sense in the spirit tonight, I just heard the Lord say this, to rebuke, watch me, a sense of entitlement. A sense of entitlement. I got to go with God. Father, I rebuke that sense of entitlement tonight that we may walk in where, where, where we won't even see what's wrong with us because we have a sense of entitlement. Father, help us to correct ourselves so we will not have to be corrected by you. In Jesus name. Amen. All right. All right. All right. All right. Listen. So the first thing he says fast. Now, let me give you some scripture about this specific fast about this specific fast. This fast is referenced in Isaiah 58. Isaiah 58, um, verses six through 11. So for this specific fast, during this time, everybody pay attention. Um, the Lord gives some specific things that we're gonna cover in prayer that this specific fast will do. Isaiah 58 and six, listen what the Lord says. Is this not the fast I chose? Mm. God says, this is a God thing. This is, this, is, this is a God thing. Is this not the fast I chose to loose the bonds of wickedness? In other words, I'm going to stop you from doing some of the wrong you're doing. Father, we submit to you loosing the bonds of wickedness, of the wrong that we're doing that we sometimes feel justified in. Come on, y'all in prayer will be tonight. We receive, God, uh, you loosing those bonds. You say you picked this fast to loose the bond of wickedness. Then look at the next part, to undo the straps of the yoke, which means there are certain things you are connected to. Isaiah, <clears throat> or excuse me, uh, yes, Isaiah 10 says that the anointing oil breaks the yoke, all right? And so people talk about the anointing breaks the yoke, uh, but don't even know what that means. Here's the yoke. The yoke is two, two oxen would normally be yoked together. Occasionally, Deuteronomy 22.10, they would yoke an oxen, and the Bible calls it Deuteronomy 22.10, King James Version, an ass. An ass always bucks and causes issues. An ox is a legal terminology for a type of livestock that has proven it's better than the rest. Look at me. You're an ox. Father, I pray that you would reveal to everybody on prayer, everybody listening on the podcast, everybody watching the replay, that we are oxes. We get things done. We get results. We are not complainers, but God, we are more than conquerors right now in Jesus' name. So here's the issue. The anointing breaks the yoke. Sometimes your struggle, watch me, is that you, it's not the, 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 the jackass, all right? Deuteronomy 22.10 King James Version. It's not the jackass. You're not going to change the jackass. And pay attention. The issue is that you're yoked or connected to it. So that means every time you're trying to make progress, here they come bucking. So you look at your life and you're tired, but you didn't go nowhere. Because all you did was have somebody bucking the whole time. That's all a jackass does. They buck and complain and have issues and drama and they're not moving it forward. Oxen like to move things forward. That's what the Bible says. Don't muzzle an ox while it's treading 
because an ox needs to eat because if an ox is able to eat, an ox is going to produce for you. Come on, speak it over your life again. Say, I am an ox. I am an ox. You get things done. All right. So what? watch me. This fast says, God says, I will undo the straps of the yoke. In other words, there are some connections to some people that need to be undone. And this fast, I'm going to take the straps off. That's what it says, Isaiah 58, 6, to undo the straps of the yoke. It will not be a struggle. Let's go. To let the oppressed go free. Oppressed there means the stressed and discouraged. Wave at me right now and be honest with me. If, if you can be honest that you feel stressed or discouraged right now, just wave at me. You can be honest with me. You have a bishop for me. You can always be real so you can heal. You never have to do them fake church games and I don't know and lie and all that. You can be honest. Let's be real so we can heal. All right. Wave at me if you feel stressed or discouraged right now. Stressed means that you're under pressure that you don't feel like you are able to ever carry. You're under pressure. You don't feel like you never care. I see your hands. Come on, respond. How many of you, you feel discouraged? What's discouraged? Discouraged, which means my courage. Let me just make it simple for you. My courage has been dissed. It's been, watch me, disdained. It's been um, disrespected. It's been, you know, it's been dissed. All right. I see your hands. All right. Watch me. The Bible says that this fast is to let the oppressed go free. Come on here. And to break every yoke. In, in other words, God says, this is the fast that I want to use, watch me, to expose your stress and your discouragement. Watch me and get you free from it. <laughs> Father, this is the fast. Y'all better pray with me that you have chosen, sir, to get us free from stress and discouragement. I speak courage into your life tonight. I need you. To be like David, the Bible said that David encouraged himself in the Lord. This is the fast that God says, I chose to get you free from stress and discouragement, from stress and discouragement, from stress and discouragement. You can handle the pressure. You were built for it. This is what you are called to do. This is what you are created to do in Jesus name. And I rebuke your discouragement. Why? This is the fast that the Lord says he will let the oppressed go free, which means you will not be discouraged. I pray you're going to see your situation different. I pray you're going to see your scenario different. You're going to see the situation differently. You're going to see the information differently. You're about to look at it in a whole new way. God, we thank you that during this fast, you would change how we see and change how we look at what we're looking at. It's not what we see. It's how we're looking at it. It's not what we're looking at, but God is how we see it. And for this, we say thank you in Jesus name. Wow. So listen, today while I was uh, exercising, <clears throat> um, while I was exercising today, I started having this thought. And I was like, God, I was like, um, somebody giving me a piece of information about something. And I was like, God, you know, I said, Lord, that's not fair. I said, it's not fair that other people just get stuff handed to them. And I said, everything I do, I got, you got me building it. Anybody ever said that to the Lord or thought it? Maybe you didn't say it, but you thought it. Like, like Lord, I, this is not fair. So this happened today. This happened today. I hope I can be real with you, right? When you're real, you heal. I'm going to be real either way. I just want to set you free. Um, and I was like, Lord, that's not fair. I said, it's not fair that other people just get handed stuff. And everything I do, I got to build. And the Lord immediately responded. He immediately responded and said, you're a builder. So why would, I, why would it be different for you? You're anointed to build. Come on. I have to hit my thigh. That's good. You're anointed to do this. You're anointed to take nothing and turn it into something. So why would it be something different when that's what you're anointed to do? For some of you, watch me. What this fast is going to do for you is you got to see it different. Because you're complaining, not realizing you, you, really, you really have been set up good. There was somebody who got something that I was like, wow, that would have been a sweet deal for me. And then once I heard the details of the deal, I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad I did not get that deal. Right? You're going to see it differently. I wouldn't even think about it. And the Lord was like, son, I was giving you a whole protection. Come on, Father, you were protecting us. 
We're going to see it different. Let's go. Verse seven. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor in your house when you see the naked to cover them and not uh, hide yourself from your own flesh? So during this time, watch me. Somebody says confirmation. Come on. Um, God says you're going to be generous. You're going to be generous. Um, you're going to be generous. You're going to be generous. And I talked about that in yesterday's message. The generous always get what? More. Verse eight. Here it goes. And here's the shout. Then we got to go. Here's the shout. And then we got to go. Then shall light, shall your light break forth like the dawn. Shut up. And your healing spring forth speedily. Shut up. Your righteousness shall go before you. Shut up. And the glory of the Lord shall be your regard. Guys, I only got nine minutes, but I, but I got to give you this real fast. Say this fast, this fast, this. Fast. And even if you've already done your fast, you need to know. I waited until tonight to talk about it. You need to know what this fast is all about. This is your scripture reference. So even if you've already fasted, this is your scripture reference for what this fast does. God says, then should your light break forth like the dawn. It's known as then, which means if you don't do what's before then, then you're not going to get what's after then. So first, you're fasting. Two, I'm going to loose the bonds of wickedness. Three, I'm going to let you go free from stress and discouragement. Verse seven, you're going to be generous. Verse eight, then, then. So your light break forth like the dawn. In other words, watch me. It's going to happen suddenly. Come on. I know y'all hear that word often, uh, um, but I need you to hear. This is the Bible. This is just going to spring forth like the dawn. Suddenly, suddenly. This morning I got up super early and, 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 um, and I, I it was so early. It was still dark. And I was like, the devil is a lie. Um, and I looked out my window and I looked out my window. It's still dark. And maybe you know, 10 minutes or something later, all of a sudden, watch me, I looked again, there was the sun. For some of you all, you better hear me. It says your light is going to break forth like the dawn. There's something for you that's going, one minute is one thing. The next minute is another thing. One minute they talking like this, the next minute they're going to be talking like that. Suddenly. Look, and then look what he says, and your healing shall spring forth speedily. Which means God says, I'm going to, watch me, there's some areas that have not been healed that this fast is going to heal. For everybody that's fasting and you had an issue in your body, go back to the doctor after your fast and make them check whatever the issue was again. And make them check whatever the issue is again. Because the Bible says your healing shall spring forth speedily because of this fast. This fast. This fast. Yes, Shekinah, Father, thank you for this fast. Let's go further. Verse nine. Then you shall call and the Lord will answer. Says, you're going to pray and I'm going to answer. You'll cry and I'll say, here I am. Um, let's go here. If you take away the pointing of your finger and the speaking of wickedness. He says, so during this fast, he says, again, stop pointing your finger because it's not them. It's you. I need some married couple to hear me. It's you. I need somebody that's frustrated. It's you. It's you. It's you. He says, stop the pointing of the finger. This is, I'm reading you Bible. All right, I'm, I'm giving you Bible. Somebody says, I want to go ahead and fast now. You got until Thursday. All right. Um, God says, stop pointing the finger and stop speaking wicked. He says, stop talking negative. Shut up your negativity. Can I just get you to type it in all caps so we can all say it together? Shut up. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. Shut up. Shut that negativity up. Shut that negativity up. He says, stop pointing the finger and shut that negativity up. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Shut up. Come on, let's say it together. Come on. I'll say it. Shut up. Okay, two weeks ago, right? Well, you want to get in on this because two weeks ago is not during this. So you want to get in on this. This is this is the fast God has called during the fall feast. All right. Look, <clears throat> that's good, though, that you did that. And you pour out yourself. Um, actually, let me let me skip to verse 11 because I only got five minutes. And the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your desire. Listen to me. In scorched places. Woo! And make your bones strong and you'll be watered like a garden, like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. I want you to pay close attention to what he said. He said, during this fast, during this fast, I will satisfy your desire in scorched places. He says, I'm going to show you how to make the best out of some bad situations. I'm going to show you how to, how to make good 
with some scored situation. I'm going to show you how to stop looking at it like a sentence and see it as a setup. This fast. This fast. Come on, y'all. This fast. This fast. This fast. All right. So listen, you have until Thursday. Um, we fast. Leviticus 23, 27. And between now and the 26th, I'll talk more about the next feast, which is the Feast of Tabernacles. We'll do that later. Uh, I don't want to go into that tonight. Um, but you can go on our app or website and you can see all the messages about feasts that I preached before. You can bring them up on our website, bring them up on our app and you can see the messages and you can hear it. Then the second thing is just and present an offering by fire. That's Leviticus 23, 27. So the other thing is to sow bid. And for some of you, watch me, um, I want you to pray about what it is you're going to sow. What seed are you going to sow during this time of the feast? Some of you have already done it. Some of you need to do it. God says, I want you to fast and sow and sow big. An offering by fire at the 1115 yesterday, I talked about why an offering by fire was so significant. It was so significant because of the preparation it had to go through. That's awesome. I love that. This has helped things click for me. Um, it, and so what happens is that um, they would have to, it, it was an offering by fire. So it was a burnt offering. Um, and so what they would have to do, they'd have to get the best of their livestock. They'd have to remove the hair to remove any fur, what have you. They then would have to uh, um, uh, take the animal out. Um, 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 then they'd have to slay the animal. The blood would have to be drained from the animal. They'd have to take the innards out of the animal. They'd have to stretch the animal out. They'd have to prepare the fire. They'd have to get the wood. There was a preparation for it. And remember, that was their way of, of giving during that time because they were an agricultural society. So they had crops and they had, um, they had livestock. That was their form of currency during that time. All right. Um, and so you got to so big. You got to so big. Um, for some of you, that's going to be $500. Bishop, how do I know that I sold the right thing? One, God's going to make it clear. But number two, if it doesn't hurt, it's not. It's not. It's not this seed. All right. And hear me. Hear me. I'm only wanting you to see God's best in your life. All right. Father, speak to us clearly. Make it clear, sir, what we are to sow between now and the 26th. Father, for the time of the feast, you said, humble our souls, which means to fast, reflect, and repent, and to present an offering by fire, to sow big. So, Father, make it clear. For some, this will be a six-figure offering for them. For some, it will be a $50,000 offering for them. For some, it will be uh, you know, $22,000. Father, whatever it is, make it clear, because we want to see the next 12 be our best 12. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Listen, um, so um, let me say this. Um, I love you guys. Number one. Number two, if prayer blessed you, um, you can sew into it. How can you do that? If you're in the bishop form on Instagram, you can use the badges um, to sew. You can also use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Giblify, all of that. Uh, if you want to do that, the email for all of that is hello at harvestchurch.church. Let me say something. I am a giver and a faithful giver, and I've, and I've been that way since I learned about it. Never judge somebody's harvest unless you've seen your seed. Um, you know, sometimes people look at you, you got this, and you got that. Yeah, but you don't know, you don't know what's sown. So if you don't know what's sown, then, then don't say nothing about what's received. Right. And for many of you all, watch me, God's going to shut the mouths of the people who talk about you and say, you do all you do is serve and let alone and go to like, what else are you supposed to do? Be a, a I was going to say something, my filters there. Like, it's crazy how some of y'all, some of y'all got to really look at the demons in some of your family and friends. Because it's demonic that they talk about you for loving God and serving and being in church and watching online and doing all of that and giving and doing godly things. But when you was out there dropping it like it was hot and, and twerking and all this here, they didn't say nothing. Like, I just, some y'all got to, that's just demonic. Let me just be really clear. There's nothing, but they just don't, that's a demon is what that is. Let me just be real clear. All right. And you need to pray for them. You need to pray that the Lord saves them. Father, we pray that you'd save those that criticize in Jesus' name. If you're on prayer tonight and you're not a Christian, you want to become one. Secondly, if you want to give your, uh, if you've given your life to the Lord, but you've not been faithful to him, and you want to recommit yourself to the Lord. Or number three, if you're like, Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be right with the Lord tonight. If you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure wherever you're at, on the count of three, just do the hand with the emoji or say, it's me right there, right there. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord. 
or be sure do that hand with emoji or say it's me right there whatever platform you're on if you're on facebook if you're on youtube if you're on the harvest channel you wave your hand if you're in the app you wave your hand um you just do it because there's no chat there if you're on uncommon gospel radio network you wave rate uh wave your hand if you are on a platform with chat i need you to do the hand with emoji or say it's me i got digital ambassadors on every single platform right now that are waiting on you waiting on you i see you god bless you come on no shame no guilt no condemnation do that click that button real quick i'm gonna give you five seconds five i'm waiting on you respond right now don't make me wait four come on god is coming to get you you're not watching this by accident three two one you can continue to respond but it's 801 so let's pray everybody pray this for me say father thank you for dying in my place Thank you, Lord, for your love for me. I give you my life. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace, Lord, to run this race in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God for your recommitment. Got you covered. All right. Listen, guys, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord or you're now sure, text the word decision to the phone number. I love how you're doing that. Text the word decision to the phone number 877-552-4746. All right. Tomorrow night at nine o'clock Mountain Time, I'll go live on the Bishop Foreman Instagram to give you a preview of Wednesday's message. It's going to be amazing. Wednesday's message is make these money moves right, uh, right now. So it's going to be good for you. And then secondly, um, church on Wednesday night. That's when we're going to honor the Day of Atonement. So you want to be in the building if you're in Denver, if you can, if you cannot, and you're part of our digital fam, just make sure you're streaming and uh, so you can be a part of that. All right. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom to you all. I'm praying for you. You always pray for me. All right. Don't forget to fast. If you haven't already, you have until Thursday. All right, to fast. And if you have any questions about the fast, don't hesitate. Shoot an email to the church. Hello at Harvest Church, that church. That's the way you want to get your questions answered about the fast. All right, love you guys. Shalom. Have a good night. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday ah feel the whoa with listerine at bj's you can save two dollars and fifty cents now on listerine products like total care anti-cavity fluoride fresh mint mouthwash or cool mint pocket packs fresh breath strips at your nearest bj's location experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with listerine discount available through december 24th save now only at bj's